This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No, They talk about the Cowboys every day. You understand there's 31 other NFL teams. How many Major League Baseball teams are there? 30? 32 NHL teams. They only talk about the Cowboys. How about that? They're America's team. And by the way, it's all just marketing. Have you watched the documentary on America's team or the football life? It was just marketing. It was the late 70s. But the football guys didn't like it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right, we're here. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It is a football Friday. I don't think Darren's mic is on. Can we get on that? There you go. Oh, we're good? It's going to be a long warm-up for the next 20 (laughs) minutes if you're not part of it. Uh, We got John Frenzy here in his pumped-up kicks. Can we say that? You're going to see that shortly. John Frenzy's got new shoes for today's performance. And uh, we're ready to talk football. You saw or you heard off the intro there about uh, ESPN always talking Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Nelson Hackowitz, for showing up to our, uh, our South Regina estate to fix my ESPN last night. So I'm Ooh. watching this morning, and it's not about the Dallas Cowboys, although they're talking about the most overhyped team in sports being the Dallas Cowboys. That did come up today on a perennial thing. But they're talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers, and that is in our Quick 6 show topics today, actually uh, coming up very shortly in it. On the program, John Frenzy who's here, as I mentioned, Tory Gurley, uh, NFL alum, Packers, Browns, CFL with the Argos, and Jarrett Bush. This is outstanding. Clark just, I asked him, what's the connection to Jarrett Bush? He's like, I just found him. It's not like he's anybody's buddy or anything, or he's not on a show anywhere. He's a Green Bay Packer Super Bowl champion, a former Calgary Stampeder, and he lives in Green Bay, and maybe he can confirm the, rum- the rumor that Green Bay is exactly like Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. That would be good. In aesthetics. Yeah. He's probably been to both. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If, if anybody would know, it's him and John Ryan. So that's what's coming up on the program today. But Director Jordan, can you please hit the quick six show topics? Please and thank you. Actually, I'm just going to throw in some howdy do's from people here. Dean Ticks watching says, happy football Friday. Can't wait for Jared Bush. Special teams demon and had a pick versus Pittsburgh in Super Bowl 45. He's in Green Bay. Dean Ticks. So, how about that? How about that? Jay Bockhout uh, from Vancouver says, oh, he met Scott Russell here in Vancouver last year during the 10-year anniversary celebration of the 2010 Winter Olympics. So, we're con and wide on the program today. And Scott Russell was part of the pre-show that we do here with intern Rachel. Okay, let's go. Did he hit it right? Can you hit it again? 
Quick six show topic. Thank you. Let's make sure everybody's awake today. Number one, kudos to the Colorado Avalanche for winning the President's Trophy last night. Uh, clearly, I wanted the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team, to get their hands on that trophy, get their name on the trophy, but it didn't happen. They, the Golden Knights could have beat Colorado this week to clinch it, and they lost to the Avs. 2-1, Vegas did. So all the Avs had to do last night was spank the lowly L.A. Kings. Sorry, Todd. And I watched the game, and it was a 5-1 Colorado victory. They rolled. They romped. And Colorado scares me. But I'll just say kudos to them. But my other leftover on that is nobody remembers really who wins the President's Trophy. It's the Stanley Cup. But you got the sense. I don't know if you were following any of social media last night, Darren. But the Golden Knights, they would have liked to have got their name on it and clinched the division title. Of course. Like it's a banner that's... It matters. It, it does matter. It matters. Until you lose it, then it doesn't matter. I know. And we always talk about how often does the President's yeah. Trophy translate to a Stanley Cup. Not, Not that, that often. often. But it matters. Interestingly enough... The President's Trophy didn't start until, like, 1986. Hmm. The Detroit Red Wings have won it six times since 1986. That's the most. Can you believe it? Wow. And then Colorado's got three. It wouldn't be that hard to look up. But there's, like, a, a handful of teams that have had a lock on that. Washington's won it multiple yeah. times, right? And sooner or later, you do win a Stanley Cup. Another thing that I'm watching last night in that game was Tyson Jost. He just... Breaks my heart. And I want to ask you people, who's the one player in sports? They don't have to be a great or an icon, but they just, they, they just always break your heart. Um, in the case of Tyson Jost, he could have come to the Regina Pats, God's team, in 2018 because they had his rights, for the, and that was the year that we were hosting the Memorial Cup. I say that as alum. And he didn't show up. He stayed in the NCAA. They could have used him in the gold medal final of the Memorial Cup when they lost 3 nothing. And then last night, in a game that the Golden Knights need Colorado to lose, Jost goes out and gets the party started with the first two goals of the game. And then they just score. Bing, 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 bing. That's what scores, scares me about Colorado. Yeah. They just score in bunches, man. And that's a backbreaker when the other team's doing that. Yeah, when they're good like that and they have that firepower. And that's what scares, I think, a lot of people about the Edmonton Oilers. It's a similar situation with, with the high-end talent. It's when they do get rolling, they're hard to stop. That's, uh, that's not good <laughs> when you reside in their division and are on a collision course with them in the division final, that being the Honda West. What else did I have here for leftovers from the NHL last night? Oh, how about this? So it's going to be the Blues and the Avs in round one. Blues should be merely a speed bump, I would think, for Colorado. And I thought the same for the Wild and the Vegas Golden Knights. However, the Wild beat the Golden Knights not only five out of eight meetings this year, no team in the NHL has beaten the Golden Knights more than Minnesota in the last four years. Wow. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. Uh, Norway checking in today. Norway, where it is currently 6.06 p.m. Trent Bruner's watching. He says, uh, Rachel, the intern, did a great pre-show interview with Scott Russell. It seems like the health authorities don't want to take any chances, but can the CFL adapt? The maritime bubble may be the only solution if authorities agree and the owners are willing... The rest of the football chain needs the CFL. Have a good weekend, everyone. Same to you, Trent. And I have to ask, have you been reading my diary? Because that's all that I've been thinking about. And let's move to point two. Actually, that's not the CFL. I've got a couple NFL items that I'll get to with our guests and yourself here. Aaron Rodgers, uh, as of this morning on uh, ESPN, there, the, now it's come out that he may sit out this year. I mean, this is, this is just such a divorce, right? The Packers are like, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's such 
that. Typical, that whole picking sides thing we talked about weeks ago. The Packers are trying to purport that things are fine and things aren't fine. So our poll question today is, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, will we ever see Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay uniform again? Tory predicted last week that it's going to end in a trade. Um, all our get- Mike Pritchard said the same thing from VEASAN that was with us. What are they saying there? Dan? 71% say no. Yeah, so over the last couple of weeks, it's yeah. changed, and people are realizing it's probably over. So that's one thing we'll talk about today. Another one is Tim Tebow continues to be raked over the coals. And a lot of it's by the football guys. You know, like I've always loved Tim Tebow. We talked about it earlier in the week. So I'm a Tim Tebow guy. But the football guys are saying he's had his chance. He kind of blew it. He's not still in the NFL. Why are you giving him a tight end position when there's all these young kids coming out of college or guys that are in the league now that could play the position better? He's going to get eaten up by the massive defensive ends, and that's all true. But it's Urban Meyer's team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Tim Tebow is the hometown hero. And some are saying that it's a diversion tactic to take the pressure off Trevor Lawrence because all, all the focus is on Tim Tebow. Would you, would you I can think that's a thing? That. No, Why not? You think it could yeah, be? Yeah, why not? I mean, you look at Urban Meyer. Didn't he not coach him in Florida? Yes. And you're in Florida. It's home, right? Tebow's coming home. And I can see a lot of good reasons to do it. You know, we want him in our locker room. We want, again, didn't really work out much with Chris Strevler in that Taysom Hill mold in Arizona, but Taysom Hill doing his thing. We want that versatility. We can put him in a wildcat spot back there where he can throw, he can run, he can catch, he can do all these things if he's got that physical ability. Takes the pressure off Trevor Lawrence. I like, you know, there's that relationship with Urban. There's a lot of check marks on, you know, a lot of boxes being checked off for, for Tim Tebow. Whether he can play or not, a lot of it's coming from guys who are sitting there wishing that they were still playing. You know, so I like it. Here's another guy that's just uh, speaking to my soul right now. Jack in Alberta watching says, leave Tim Tebow alone. Haters hate. If the man is good enough, sign him. Haters are going to hate. And I don't think the Jaguars are listening to what the ESPN pundits are saying. There were CFL players tweeting at me saying, no, no, he's had his chance. Well, of course, because you want the chance. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> all perspective. Uh, hey. Ryan McCarthy, do we have a sound effect for when somebody boosts a $5 super chat on YouTube to get his comment read? Do we have a sound effect? I'll take anything. We've got to work on that. Sure. We need one. Or an explosion. Can you guys find that real fast? Anyways, Ryan McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York says, Good afternoon to North America, Mexico, Norway, and Qatar from sunny Saratoga, New York. And he says, and I'm late, so... I like it. If we, that will wake people up. Yes. It's hot in here, too, now. <laughs> How about that? How about that? I like it, guys. Uh, po- uh, point four. I'll get into this later with, uh, with the guests. As far as NFL schedule leftovers and uh, RP uh, VIP show. Sorry, RP show VIP sports trips. I talked to the travel agent again this morning. Are we narrowing down any destinations? We've got uh, feelers out to both. I don't want to say this, but. Miami again, because they were so good to us last time. You know, we were planning on going there in 2020 before the pandemic and L.A. So those are the two that have had feelers out so far. There will be others. I mean, obviously, uh, in Florida, there's there's other teams there and in California. We're probably looking at one of those two. So one or the other, California or Florida. 
Sounds like a Jody Messina song. Heads, <laughs> Heads California, Cal- tails Carolina. Carolina. That's right. Love that song. Every situation can, can be related to a country song. Mm. Yes. Heads Carolina, tails California. I That's had it, it backwards. I'm, I'm singing it in Heads my head. Heads Carolina, tails. Somewhere cleaner, somewhere warmer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, about how about that? James in Borden, Manitoba. I thought Tim deserved a better shot than he got. I'm glad to see him back. Can't necessarily agree with you there because I think he got every shot imaginably. Started a playoff game for the Denver Broncos and won it. Mm-hmm. He had his chance in New York. My God, everybody wanted it to work. Even God wanted it to work out for Tim Tebow and the Jets, and that didn't work out there. I think he got his shot. Um, everybody's going Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people want us to go to Sin City. As I said the other day, Vegas isn't going anywhere. Last I checked, it's always going to be there. So yeah, and it's the first real year where they're opening it up to fans, right? So it's going to be incredibly difficult to take a large group, and we know how big our group's going to be to get in there. With, Sounds dicey. Unless you want to pay like a real premium. So look at next year or the year after. We'll go to Vegas. From Judy, she says, good morning from Katepwa. Good morning, Judy. Thanks for checking in. Hope you're enjoying the show. Um, on the Vegas thing, and I'm going to get to the CFL leftovers here. It's actually my last point, but just ahead of that. Yesterday was a bit of a tipping point I found in the CFL. It was, I've mentioned this in my column today. When Ontario said, we haven't cleared the CFL's return to play. No. And BC had said that on the weekend. And I think there's going to be other provinces that say that. That was kind of a tipping point for people in the CFL. Fans too. I had people saying to me last night, I'm checking out now on the CFL because I don't know who to believe. And... That hurt me a little bit because I'm reporting on the CFL and I feel that you can believe me. And as somebody said to me on Monday, somebody I respect the most in this media business said, Rod, as long as you keep speaking the truth, telling the truth, reporting the truth, you'll have nothing to worry about. And I said, I'm not worried about anything other than people are starting to get upset because they don't want to hear the truth. Vis-a-vis what happened with Lisa McLeod yesterday, the heritage minister in Ontario. She just simply said, I can't see them kicking off August 5th. We haven't cleared it. And she just got an avalanche of crap thrown at her. Was that her fault? She was just speaking the truth, Darren. Yeah, I know. And people don't want to hear it. And I'm like, I'm tired of being the bad guy. So I'll just talk NFL. Because if you don't want to hear what I believe to be is the truth, then I'll just stop speaking it and you can cover your ears. And as my brother, the cowboy, would say, float along in the world of... What does he say? Rainbows and unicorn piss. If that's what you want, have it. How about that? So my point is, would indoor football work in Canada? Because Las Vegas, the Golden Knights, got an expansion franchise. And that's my point. There's a lot of people in the CFL now going, hey, things aren't really moving here. Maybe the indoor league's a place to go. You know, maybe Las Vegas is a place to go. And somebody had written in here earlier in the week and said... Could Canada be a destination for an expansion franchise for the indoor football league? And nobody can call that a twice failed league because it's been around for 14 years. What do we need America for to do that? We could be the indoor football league too, or whatever. Could it fly? And for that matter, Darren, you see people saying, Aras said it on this show the other day that spring football has been proven to not work in America. I'm kind of tired of arguing about that too. So, 
Do you think indoor football would work in Canada? It could. It could. I, I really believe it could. Um, I think we love football. I think we're open to it. But I think, you know, it takes the right people with, you know, incredibly deep pockets to do it. Um, you have to market it the right way. But I think, you know, if you sell the game because we know it's good and you can get it into people's living rooms and you can get people to watch and follow and know the storylines, I think it could absolutely work. And because of the void in this country of Canadian Football League at, at this time, if you could slide in right now and get people hooked, it would take a full season. But if you could get it done, you have their attention. You have their attention. Mike Blackbird in Toronto writes in in all caps, it was me on Olympic size ranks. I'm, okay, Mike in Toronto, Mike Blackbird, it was yours. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't stealing it as my suggestion. I said somebody brought it up and it was you. I'm just thinking now here uh, in the Brand Center, they're going to have to get that clock out of the way because there won't be any Hail Marys. But think, but even now, there's enough indoor football facilities too, training facilities and right. whatnot. You could make something work. Um, Patrolman Pete, I have reached a point where the only CFL news I'm interested in hearing is that there is a game tonight. Everything else, draft schedule, fan base, whatever, meh. Yeah, I think a lot of people are moving on. And that's really the only CFL leftovers, although there is news today. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers have signed Robbie Lowe's. And you want to talk about connections. Robbie Lowe's, a veteran linebacker with the University of Regina Rams, and his father, Bobby, is not only the all-time winningest coach in Brandon Wheat King's history, but he's also a uh, top scout with the Vegas Golden Knights. How about that? Hey? All connected. Is Tory connected? He's not. Oh, great. Football, guys. The bane of my existence. I'll just read a couple more as we sit here. From Ryan McCarthy in New York. The National Arena League could always use a franchise or two in Canada to rival with my hometown Albany Empire. I'm sorry. I love America, but we don't need it. We can have a Canadian indoor league. We don't got to worry about farting around with the border and American players and a ratio. We can stock it with Canadian players. Sorry to be that guy. Maybe we play you for the league championship, but we're good. Um... From Phil. Good morning from the moon. <laughs> he says, food's great. The atmosphere sucks. People are punchy today. And in a good way. People are, I don't know what it is. Yeah. They're in a good mood today. I know. I'll just keep, I'll break and come back with uh, hopefully Tori Gurley. But more fun and frivolity after this. This has been the uh, warm up. It's brought to you by our good friends. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> what? Football guy oh. just texted me. Who will remain nameless? <laughs> he says, I see you. I see you running the indoor league. Love it. I'm just throwing out suggestions here as to how things you, could... You understand that happens. It's me running the indoor league. <laughs> yeah, right? you're running it. I'm just a face. <laughs> I'm running the news conferences. Anyways, the warm-up's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Starting Monday, come on down to catch all the Stanley Cup playoffs. Of course, belief. I think it's your Leaf fan headquarters, okay? In the sweatpants capital, the Four Seasons Sports Palace. More football ahead on a football Friday. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
Hey, everybody. Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, <laughs> there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what, a couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? This is handheld, it's sleek, there are no cords, it's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. Yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit, I'm a little jealous. Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh, Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. It's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna You want to know what's new about it? There was only one size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. Oh. There's a travel lock. You ever traveled somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm -hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. As looks-wise, it's sleek, a two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps, Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody, to a football Friday just ahead of Tory Gurley, Packers, Browns alum and uh, former CFLer, just talking about the Canadian Indoor League. And I'm not sure that I would put Canadian on it, but I've long dreamt of a Canadian Indoor League. And I'm just saying a lot of CFL folks are starting to look southwards to jobs in American indoor football because they're playing and things aren't looking good here. From the Puck and Pigskin podcast in uh, Red Deer, they write in and say, I can see Rod running the Canadian Indoor League news conferences. He'd be the John Tortorella of the league. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. And here's why. Although I don't have a problem with torts at all, I hear he's a good guy. I've never met him. I do have a respect for the media and the job that they have to do. Torts clearly doesn't. So I wouldn't treat the media the way that John Tortorella does. Uh, he's not the only guy. That does that, but there's some guys that understand that the media has a job to do. They don't understand, don't respect it, and it's too bad. All right. John Frenzy's here. His appearances are brought to you by Wheaton Kia. You can find him in North Regina, corner of Albert and Avonhurst, as is our appearances with Tory Gurley. Can we bring him on in here? Tory Gurley, and it's been far too long. Uh, well, I guess it's been a couple weeks, but it feels like, like a lot longer, Tory. That's how much I miss you. Are we going to start with your big news or save that to the end? No, we can start off with that. We can start off with that. That's the big news. Go ahead. Hang on. Breaking news from the Gurley family. What do you got, Tori? 
Yes, so my wife, uh, Kim, and I were expecting our first. Uh, it's a boy, Tory Gurley Jr., in November. Nice. So congratulations to my wife. That's wonderful. That's great. That's great. Tory Gurley Jr. Will it be Tory Gurley the second? Is that will be his name bar on the back of his jersey, or what? What are we looking at here? Junior, the second, we'll get it figured out pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, congratulations, man, and please pass them along to Kim. And uh, yeah, that's great. I'm sure the Hubics are just over the moon with that. That is that's tingling. Nothing else seems to matter after that. But I got to start with the Aaron Rodgers news. It's our poll question today: Will he ever be seen in a Packers uniform again? ESPN this morning they're saying that they think that Aaron's going to sit out this year if he doesn't get traded. Uh, what anything changed since the last time you and I've talked about it? It wouldn't shock me if he set out. You know, I can see him standing firm because uh, Aaron is a man of pride and, you know, has been hurt. You know, they, the Packers have obviously they're, they're a professional organization and they're going to do things the Packer way. But Aaron just wants the same type of respect that his peers gets, uh, a la Tom Brady, Drew Brees, um, Patrick Mahomes. Those guys have input on draft pl- on free agents and drafting players and Aaron hasn't had the luxury of that. And now he's like, you know what? You guys go out and win without me. And and people love to say football is a team sport. But <laughs> when you don't have number 12 at quarterback, man, it's going to be a long season. Go ahead, Frenzy. He's got a million thoughts uh, on uh, this. Tori, I got to ask you the, the number one question I can see is, Mark Murphy is the president of this team, the president, overriding officer of operations. He got rid of Tom, Ted Thompson, his old buddy, kicked him out. Now he's stuck over. He thinks he can run everything. He goofed. Because uh, Aaron Rodgers is sacred. He's a great athlete, one of the great athletes in sport today. He's just not an ordinary guy. He's a special trophy. And you've got to treat him with glo- uh, kid gloves. And, well, with the respect he deserves. I think he deserved a lot of respect and input in most of the affairs there that concern the football team. Because he's making it a great football team. Absolutely. He's carried that program for the past, you know, 14, 15 years. He's done everything you can ask for, Super Bowl MVP, uh, two-time MVP of the league, and still not having any input. Like, what more can a person do to prove, like, hey, I am different from the, you know, 30, 31 other quarterbacks in this league. You know, I'm a Hall of Famer, and it's unfortunate that um, at this level, when you get to talking about being a a professional, egos get in the way, and it seems like uh, you have, you know, two egos, and, you know, I'm on the player side on this one. I, I'm happy that Aaron is sticking up for himself because, you know, in the NFL, they love to just treat us like another number. So I'm happy Aaron is outspoken, and I hope he, he get what he wants at the end of the day. Well, uh, I just looked it up. He is the fifth highest paid quarterback of the National Football League, and what you're telling me is it's not about money, right? It's about wanting input, and I, and I get it. So I guess the question is, Denver seems to be the likely destination via trade. Where do you see it going? Yeah, I can see him having a great career if he if he ended up in Denver. Um, you know, they have a supporting defense, and that's what he needs. He does. He needs um, elite players on the offensive side of the ball, but he needs elite players on the defensive side of the ball as well. And I feel like having John Elway, uh, he, a Hall of Fame quarterback, Super Bowl champion himself. He knows what it takes to get to that championship level, and he was able to do that with Peyton Manning. So imagine what he can do with the talents of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that just seemed like a a great fit for him. 
Folks, if you got NFL questions, we got Tori for about another seven minutes. And obviously, Lynch, do you? What? Because I got questions. You got questions for well, Tori? the same thing. I mean, I well, think... let's move on from Rodgers, though. Okay. Anything other than Rodgers? Well, I'm saying not a bad trip for a bad uh, trade for for uh, Green Bay Packers. Locke is not good at quarterback. Simple as that. Locke and three first-round draft choices, Tori, still aren't good enough because Locke is not that good enough a quarterback. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, that kid, he, he's a few years away, so, you know, I, I would just give away my whole draft for the next few years. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, what are you waiting on? You know, if you're trying to win now, then what better chance you have than playing with the Hall of Famer? So I, I would I would be happy to give that away for Aaron Rodgers. Well, the trade that they were supposing on ESPN this morning was a similar Stafford Goff deal with three first-round picks thrown in going to Green Bay. Anyways, on Tim Tebow, you were in the league, I believe, when Tim was in the league. They're talking about him playing tight end for the Jaguars. I don't think he's officially signed yet, but there's a lot of pushback against it, Tori. Where do you stand on the idea? Yeah, I'm on the opposite side of it. Um, I get it. You know, he has a great relationship with Urban Meyer, and, you know, that's just like, you know, on your show, I have a great relationship with you, and that's how I'm able to come on. But, you got to, at the end of the day, you have to respect the game. And if you bring in someone that's, you know, nine years removed from playing football, I mean, that's almost like a slap in the face to every person that's a free agent and every kid who went undrafted that easily could have been drafted, but it was only 200, you know, 50 something spots. So, um, you know, I'm not going to say it's a waste of a roster spot, but, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of scrutiny in that locker room because now, it seemed like Urban Meyer is bringing in his friends instead of bringing in people who are, um, you know, who position themselves to actually be a part of this team and help them win. Like, you know, when I, when I look at Tim Tebow being a tight end in NFL, I'm not thinking of a guy that that's going to be successful. No kidding. Some questions or comments from viewers from Jeff, the Stamps fan at Rogers age and with the Packers conceivably being a contender sitting out a year seems foolish from Troy in Toronto. I'm a Packers diehard fan, and I usually will side with the storied franchise. But in this case, the team is totally at fault. As soon as Love was drafted, we all scratched our head and wondered what the hell the Packers were thinking. Well, I'm not a Packers fan, never have been, so I don't, can't get inside their head. But the one thing, to, I, they all want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, so that's fine. Tori, <sighs> these Packer fans don't even want to accept it. They seem to be traumatized by this situation. Everybody is. If you know, they don't even want to, the fans haven't even picked a side yet. They can't believe it's happening. Is it, you played there. Is, is it that big a deal? Have I read it right? It, it is that big of a deal. Um, and what the NFL has done with the schedule is they're almost challenging Aaron Rodgers and, and betting on him to be a Packer. Like, you know what? We're going to put these primetime games right here the first four weeks of the season. And, you know, I, I truly don't see Aaron giving in. You know, I, he's really upset with the organization because he hasn't had any input. And the only thing he wants is a couple players on offense. You know, give him the guys that he wants so he can go out and play at a high level. And if they're going to sit there and continue to kind of back him into this corner, um, he's going to come out swinging, but it's, it's not going to be for the Packers. It's going to be for a different organization or it's going to be with him um, sitting at home and, and, and sitting this year out. Do you think that Love uh, has got much of a chance to step in and do something just like that if he's thrown to the wolves like it's going to be? And uh, I know they're all crazy about him down there. They had a great career at Utah and everything else. But I didn't do anything, of course, watching the sidelines this year. 
if he's going to be under a lot of pressure, if he gets a gets a big chance to take that uh, job, and everybody wants him in in in, in uh, Green Bay, I guess uh, it's going to be an awful situation, don't you think? Yeah, those are big shoes to fill. You know, you're you're filling a Hall of Famer, and on top of that, uh, Green Bay is used to winning. So <laughs> you were in the NFC Championship game, and they're going to expect you to pick up where you left off at, and that's unfair to the love. But to make matters even worse. Uh, Green Bay went out and signed Blake Bortles, right. I think, yesterday as well, you know, the backup quarterback they used to play in Jacksonville. So now, you know, that let, that's an indictment on Jordan Love that he's not ready to play, that you have to bring in another veteran quarterback uh, just to kind of hold it, in, hold it in the road because they don't believe in their first-round pick. And that just goes back to the beginning of, you know what, maybe you shouldn't have reached that high to grab him in the first place. You know, I felt like he easily could have been there um, they could have got a receiver in the first round, and then if they wanted to get uh, Jordan Love in the second round, so be it. But to trade up and get Love, and he doesn't touch the field his first year, and now all the pressure is on him, it seemed like it's a recipe for disaster. Don in Winnipeg wants to know your thoughts, Tori, on the San Francisco 49ers for 2021. I think it's going to be a big year for uh, Trey Lance. Uh, if if anybody remembers uh, the Washington football team when, when they were the Redskins, uh, when they drafted RG3, uh, he was rookie of the year. And, you know, he reminds me of, a, he's not as explosive as RG3, but he has the same skill set. And, um, you know, what they're saying is he's even smarter. So now having a mastermind like Kyle Shanahan um, drawing up plays for him, I, I think it could be a great year because – you know, two years ago, the San Francisco 49ers were just in a Super Bowl. So now you you get almost that, that same team back. But it's going to be a tough division. You know, that NFC West is extremely difficult when you have to play Russell Wilson, then the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, you have Matthew Stafford with the Rams. And then you have Kyler Murray with the Arizona Cardinals. So um, I'm going to be excited to watch and, and, and see how the Niners uh, uh, perform this year. Uh, yeah, he's didn't even play last year. Uh, sorry, I'm going. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at Blake Bortles here. By the way, the reason I'm bringing that up is they're trying to find quarterbacks for the OTAs because they already expect Aaron's not going to be there. Sorry to uh, you're talking about the 49ers. I'm looking up Blake Bortles' career. I mean, they're just looking for arms, Tori. That's it. <laughs> they can call. Hey, it's time to call me and you. <laughs> Or a small uh, fee, we'll do it. And we know. can do the show at the same time. <laughs> I know. Oh, what a dream that would be. Dupes was saying the quarterback coaches are loving it because they're going to be reliving their glory days, throwing at OTAs for the Packers. <laughs> what do you got, Lynch? Last uh, one. Listen, Tari, Bortles was drafted pretty high by uh, the team in the NFL. He was supposed to look good, did for a couple of years, and all of a sudden it's just uh, collapsed, hasn't he? Yeah, you know he had a great year, one year stat-wise, because they were getting their like brains beat in, so he was always playing from behind. But um, they had, the, Jacksonville had a great defensive year when they took New England to the AFC Championship game, and honestly, they should have won. You know, it was a few bad calls that ended up going New England way. Uh, but you know, Blake Boyles wasn't the the Cavalier in, in that team. You know, it really was led by Jalen Ramsey. Uh, when he was a, a Jaguar and you had all the guys, Calais Campbell, and, you know, they were like, they were called Saxonville at the time because they had the number one defense in the league. So, um, but, you know, best of luck to those guys and we'll see how it all shakes out up in uh, Green Bay. 
Hey, Tori, just as we let you go, we should uh, mention uh, home field advantage. Talk about what you're doing off the air, off the field right now, helping out young athletes, all the stuff that you'd like our viewers to know. Yes, sir. So Home Field Advantage is a company that Kim and I, we started up as uh, consulting with recruiting and literally from Power 5 Division One schools, Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, Tennessee, South Carolina, all the way to D2 and D3 schools that you never heard of. I help connect kids with coaches um, by me giving them an evaluation. And from there, uh, that's how we hit the ground running with recruiting. I actually go on a roll with my kids. Uh, like in a few hours, I'm headed to, uh, I will be in New Jersey for the Rivals camp. I'm part of the staff that help rate players. Uh, if you ever look at things being a three-star, four-star, five-star, um, I'm part of that where I help those guys as well as I'm going to be out in uh, Los Angeles at the end of the month with Trevor Lawrence, an elite quarterback camp. That's through Adidas. So literally, uh, home field advantage is, is up and rolling. And uh, if you guys are interested, you can you can get to me uh, at ToryGurley.com or you can go to the link in all my social media bios and you'll see it. And if you have any uh, sons, nephews or grandkids who's trying to play college ball, you know, send them my way. I'd be happy to talk to them and give them some insight on how they can help themselves. Oh, Tori, I can't tell you how happy I am for you that it's just exploded, which does not surprise me. But I knew this was the dream, and it's unfolding. I'm just so uh, I'm just so proud. Hey, we'll let you go. You're a busy guy. Thanks for the time, man. No, thank you. I can't wait to see you guys, man. I got to bring TJ out there. We're gonna get him on air on his first show. It's gonna, his first interview is gonna be with Uncle Rod. Can't wait. Can't wait. Thanks, Tori. My best. See you, bud. All right, you guys. Take care. We'll get him in here. We'll get us gonna get a jersey for him. We'll be right back with a sports update and more. It's the RP Show you're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's the uh, RP Show Football Friday, and I'm just going to jump in with some comments from our viewers from Rod Monroe. That's producer Clark's dad. Once again, great interview with Tori. Uh, from Wayne and BC, I always enjoy Tori's takes on the NFL and football in general. Phil watching on YouTube says, Tori is a man on fire. Love it. Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to say don't put that one up, but whatevs. Two years ago, Tori wasn't doing anything, nor was I. And he called me from South Carolina and he said, what should I do with my life? And I said, uh, I think you need to just jump on the crowd, jump on the wave and go with the wave, Tori. I think you need to work for yourself and just strike out on your own. Because you got that kind of talent. So that's why I said I'm so proud of what he's doing. Lynch, look what all, all he's doing. Well, that's he, great. He can barely keep up. That's right. In a that's time where. In two years, that's great. Well, it's less than two in years. Less than two years. What a year. Now, he, I mean, he's a great guy. Great personality. He talks well. And he knows the NFL inside out. He knows the CFL inside out. Big assets. He has the world by the tail. He sure does. Sports update. <clears throat> the week keeps getting better for forward Luke Henman, the uh, 21-year-old center who became the first player ever signed by the Seattle Kraken on Wednesday. 
when he inked a three-year deal with the expansion NHL club, scored the winner last night as the Blainville Boisbriand Armada edged the Victoriaville Tigres 3-2 in game four of their Q series. Henman's seventh playoff goal, even the best of five, set 2-2 and forced a deciding game five on Saturday night with the winner advancing to the third round of the Quebec Major Junior League playoffs. The winner of game five will face the Charlottetown Islanders, while in the other series, the Val d'Or Fader, I've never been able to say that, the Fader and Shakutami Saganin are set to square off in the other third round matchup. What are you laughing at? Uh, the names of that league are just kill you. I know, I know. but the thing with Valdor, <laughs> they beat us. <laughs> I know. They the did. Regina Pats out in the semifinal. <laughs> I know of, all about it. I was there, so. That's stuff you don't ever get over, Lynch. No, you don't. I know you don't. Of course you don't. Elias Lindholm and Matthew Kachuk each had a goal and an assist for the Calgary Flames in a 4-1 win over the visiting Vancouver Canucks last night. Meanwhile, the Colorado Avalanche have claimed the President's Trophy as the NHL team with the best overall record, winning their final game of the regular season to overtake the Vegas Golden Knights. They smoked the Kings 5-1. Zach Levine scored 24 points, and the Chicago Bulls beat the uh, shorthanded Raptors 114-102 last night. And Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. will avoid the injured list after leaving an 8-4 loss against the Blue Jays with a left ankle injury yesterday. I don't know if you saw that or not. He twisted it on the first uh, first base bag. Toronto, uh, by the way, rallied for its 10th come-from-behind win of the season after trailing 2-0. Are you getting on board with the Blue Jays, friends? Sure am. Lots more How games. can you not? A lot of games. Saw that, uh, that injury, too. That Did was, you? Yeah. Okay. Happens all the time. Yeah. Could have been worse. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Couple minutes left only in this segment, and then we'll come back for viewer takeover. Uh, John, we we talked a lot of NFL today. There were some CFL things you want to discuss. Well, I think locally, eh? Uh, I was, what the vice president of uh, overall services. Football operations. Football operations. Pollock, Mr. Pollock, uh, left the football team, and he's going over to the Regina Golf Club as the manager of the Regina Golf Club. He's a very capable guy, top-notch guy, and it's um, tough the riders lose him because I thought he did a real good job with that team. He had several different capacities over his years there. Good guy to deal with. You could talk with him. Mm-hmm. Reasonable guy. Didn't get mad at you or anything. And uh, I figure that's a loss for the Rough Riders and a gain for the, a gain for the Regina Golf Club. No doubt. Well, that's just, that's why I was trying to tiptoe around it in the warm-up that Thursday was like a tipping point. And it's, it's not like he just resigned yesterday. He's talking about the former PR guy, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, who became the head of football operations, resigned Thursday to become the general manager at the Royal Regina Golf Course. Great place. And it just, that news out of Ontario that they have not, cleared the CFL's return to play. Just It took a lot of air out of people, John, I guess is oh, my point. The Both, final air. The yeah, final air that's left The in final air, you thought? Yeah. It's, it just, uh, I know I saw it when I read it. You go, oh, close the paper up, close the off the TV and do something else. <laughs> you know, it's, it takes too much out of you following this. Your heart's in it. You want to see it all settled. Let's go. We're happy. We're going to be blamed by uh, August the 7th. I don't know if we are or not. I have no reason to believe we are. I can't see it happening, and that's what the Heritage Minister, Lisa McLeod, said. One comment before we break and come back from James Henderson in Manitoba. 
Because having no football this summer is so depressing. It's obvious we are not going to have fans in the stands this year. I'm so angry. Uh, from Mick Panko, a good friend of mine. He works with the U of R Rams. He says, so glad to have Ryan on board. He's talking about the Ryan Pollock. He's a great dude. Will be a huge asset for the Royal Regina Golf Club. Can we talk about this when we come back? Are you a sports snob? Are you a football snob? Because you said there's no football this summer. I don't know. I've been watching Spring League. I, I know that I was in your basement last week watching Maritime Men's Football. <laughs> and we enjoyed the spank out of that. We sure did. So we'll be right back. Let's talk about that. Is there no football? You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It's a Football Friday, and uh, hey, we navigated the crisis. We have the best tech team in show business. I guess Facebook went down, but we were still live on Game Plus Television across North America and YouTube, but we're back up on Facebook. I don't know. I just sit here and talk. Just before some of the news, and, and Lynch says he wants to talk more about Tim Tebow, obviously. We'll carry that over into hour two, John. Yep. we got more time for that. But there is something that we're launching today on the show. The University of Regina Rams are launching their online 50-50 today. It's now open to all of the province here of Saskatchewan to people aged 19 and over. They will draw for the winner on June 18th. The University of Regina Rams football program continues to be self-funded through fundraising efforts and sponsorship, honoring all 2021 scholarships to 95 student athletes and equipping them with new equipment year over year. Visit ReginaRams5050.com for more information and to purchase your tickets. Province-wide, you're sitting on a whack of dough that you haven't spent for the last year. Can you please help out? A uh, tremendous partner of ours, the University of Regina Rams football program. Um, I guess while we're at it, some CFL news today. Uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have signed 2021 CFL draft picks Red Ha, Cramdy, and Robbie Lowe's linebacker, whom they took in the fourth round, 34th overall. Cramdy comes from the University of Montreal, and ha- it, the news release says has been able to carve out a role for himself on both defense and special teams during his time with Academy. And as for Robbie Lowe's, we mentioned him off the top of the show, started all eight Canada West games in 2019 for the Rams, finished third on the team with a total of 35 tackles and added an interception, a fumble recovery, two forced fumbles and two blocked uh, kicks. I've known him since he was just a wee lad, and that's exciting news. Speaking of Winnipeg, tonight it's the Jets and the Leafs, and John, I wanted to mention this. Jets coach Paul Maurice speaking today to the media on tonight's final game of the regular season. Here's the quote. There is almost, this is going to sound terrible for hockey, a gentleman's agreement. I don't think you're going to see any late hits. Both teams are getting ready. There will be a certain amount of respect on the ice. Surprising he says that. <laughs> well, that's Pomo. He's an oh, honest guy. I like I the guy. But nice here's guy. the thing. Last night I want to tune in the Kings and the Avalanche. I put on sports set and I'm like, ew, Flames, Canucks, the friends and family game. Nobody wants to watch this. So thank God I had center ice through access communications, and I had the NHL game between the Kings and the Avs. Anyways, 
All that's going on. You wanted to talk about Tim Tebow. What do you got? Well, Tim Tebow was his quarterback. Tim Tebow was his uh, Myers quarterback when he was at uh, Florida, when he was national champion, eh? Yep. So I think he feels he owes him something. He couldn't make it as a quarterback. He's getting a second chance. The thing is, he hasn't played football for nine years. It's too late. Uh, he's got to re- Myers got to realize that. He loved the guy. He was wonderful there. But he can't make it in the NFL. You want to give him another chance, change positions. I don't think he's a tight end. He's not a quarterback. He should just do something else. And uh, I don't know. It's going to be an awkward situation if he tries to force that guy onto the team and change positions with other guys. He's not a tight end. They've got a tight end, a pretty good one, too. So I see Meyer doing some of the things he did in college when he finally got fired in a couple of situations. So I hope he doesn't do that. Well, this is a PR stunt. (laughs) That's all all that it is. Uh, Tebow's the Jacksonville guy signing with the Jaguars. Come on, for anybody to think that it's anything but... Uh, they're mis- they're, they're uh, been misled. Les Zeller writing us on the Prairie Mobile text line. I'll be fast. He says, I respect Arash Madani and love to hear his opinions. He's the Don Cherry of the CFL. I saw his interview on the XFL Markcast and agree, a merger with the XFL has risks. The expansion days of the 90s were like shacking up with the girlfriend. Everyone went back home when it didn't work. This would be more of a marriage, something that would be harder to walk away from. <laughs> That's from uh, Les Zeller. Okay. Next hour, we got Jarrett Bush, former Calgary Stampeder and Green Bay Packer. More of all of this. Stick around after the break here on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.